Hello everyone, welcome to Risk Roundup. There is a growing belief that the future of humanity will be shaped by intelligent robots. Many across nations are already designing and developing robots to not only gather the information from the universe that would help humans, but also build colonies habitable for us to live beyond Earth. The question then is, what is the level of intelligence that would be necessary for robots to operate and colonize space without any direct help from humans? Where will that intelligence come from? Understandably, all eyes are on the advances in artificial intelligence. From single-purpose narrow artificial intelligence to artificial general intelligence that can be embedded in robots for exploration beyond Earth and colonize, the evolution of artificial intelligence has come a long way. To discuss one such solution in artificial general intelligence for safe uh, space robots further, I'm delighted to welcome Alok Gautam to Risk Roundup. Alok is the co-founder and CEO of Allbrain, whose focus is on building artificial general intelligence for space robots. He is based in both United States as well as in India. Welcome, Alok. We are honored to have you on Risk Roundup. Thank you. Wonderful, Alok. So it seems that there is a huge dependence on artificial intelligence systems for the space exploration. From what role AI systems are playing already playing to what role they will need to play in the coming tomorrow, of space exploration and you know colonization, do you see that we have necessary intelligence systems that can be depended upon? Uh, yeah, I think so. The technologies that are uh, that already exist, they are sufficient to build uh, very complex systems which should be able to serve us in space uh, to perform certain duties and do certain. Uh, maneuvering for us, but yeah, we still need to uh, find out the engineering behind it. So it may take some time, but yeah, but yes, uh, I think the technology is ready. But so we are very close to it. You think that the technology is yeah. ready? So the yeah. AI system you are developing for space robots, how do you see it helping space exploration or colonization? Because you think that we are ready. You know, the technology is almost there. So how do you see? It helping us, you know, advance further in our uh, journey to, you know, explore all the entire universe. Uh, Jashri, as I see, uh, this human uh, body, it, it, it was developed to survive on planet Earth and it has uh, done so for millions of years. But space is entirely different uh, aspect. So if we want to colonize someday, go there and build uh, cities, for inhabitable or habitable for humans, then first, I guess we need to send the robots uh, to do the basic preliminary groundwork for us because it's very difficult for us to survive there. We can go there, stay there for a few minutes, few hours in a spacesuits, but building industries, building the power systems, building the houses, it is gonna be a bit difficult for us for human body to do. So yes. for that, I was thinking that robots are a prerequisite for that. Yes, that's very true because it's not only the temperature, 
uh, that you know we have to focus on but also we need okay. food and water and and also the radiation you know how it would impact the human body so when we look at all the conditions that we need for a human body to survive and even oxygen and air and you know all that those different variables that we don't have to worry about that in you know robots or machines so that you are absolutely right that we will first have to send robots and you know they will explore for us they will uh, perhaps you know some things will need to be prepared you know for uh, some planet that is close to you know where humans can exist so the, the terraforming you know there are a lot of things that uh, that are in plans that you know probably robots can go and do that now robots designed for space missions with it will uh, of course need you know human level intelligence that means artificial general intelligence that uh, is so very necessary for ro- the intellect for space exploration and colonization so as serious plans are made for space exploration and colonization as we see you know all across uh, not all the nations but few nations where else are the advances in artificial general intelligence happening other than you know us and in india and you know the some countries luxembourg like you know in europe where from your assessment where are the advances happening that will help us take the next step you know towards our space journey uh, i don't think it's all in the public domain as of now there are few companies and universities working on it some few of them are making few breakthroughs few of them publishing few are not even publishing and still working on it so it's hard to say right now where is the next uh, breakthrough uh, going to come from but yeah uh, many uh, groups all across the world many organizations are working on it so mm-hmm. let's see yes no yeah that's a fair point you know not everything is in public domain but so as we you say the technology is ready but as we prepare to explore beyond earth i mean we may go to mars we may go to moon what is required to ready the algorithms i mean artificial general intelligence is one thing but what else would be necessary how do you see the collaboration between man and machine because initially we will have to have collaboration then we will probably you know be at the stage where we'll be able to give the robots you know to uh, the intelligent robots to go and explore on their own but initially i see that there would be a need for some sort of collaboration so what is required to prepare what is necessary you know for us to do in the coming days and years yeah initially uh, we did quite a, a research on what exactly do we need to uh, start a solar system civilization so we found out that as we took 1000 years more than uh, around thousands of years on earth to create a sustainable uh, civilization sustainable systems so same goes with the space if we send our robots like we were uh, on earth uh, right now with nothing in their hands so they may again take hundreds and thousands of years to build a sustainable civilization uh, sustainable cities for us but then uh, there was a scientist from nasa mr philip mesger he did a good research uh, and published a paper on a uh, bootstrapping the solar system civilization so as he figured out if we give some critical mass to the robot for example 12 metric tons or 20 metric tons of the equipments beforehand and send us a few uh, humanoids for example 60 or 70 then this thousands years of journey may cut down to 20 years so that ways uh, with humans it was difficult initially because we, there was no one to handhold for us 
so that's why we started from stone age and developed everything uh, by ourselves that's why we do thousands of years but for our uh, we are there to handhold them so we'll provide them the basic machinery basic equipments the basic human the basic knowledge that we already have will transfer it to robots so that ways if we uh, send them with sufficient technology knowledge and the equipments then i guess they will hasten the process and they can create the basic sustainable system within a couple of decades yes no i i i see the point in that but you are saying the technology and intelligence that we need to give them the resources of course you know but the technology you see that you know it's ready but the intelligence if we are looking at having artificial general intelligence now there are you know lot of efforts uh, to create the artificial general intelligence by integrating many many you know uh, artificial narrow intelligence algorithms you know and then you know integrating and collectively creating them to operate at the same time get the information that they need and create artificial general intelligence and lot of focus is on training algorithms but the, the algorithms that we will depend on for space missions especially you know exploration and colonization would they be trained algorithms because uh, i i think if we are focusing on training algorithms then it will be very complex challenge because there is uh, we don't have enough data for us to you know train the algorithms yeah, i think there is some confusion uh, in this top uh, uh, in this field for example suppose if you take humans there can be a human which has no skills he didn't devote himself to learn any any kind of skill he can't even uh, simple do the data entry job or clean the house or make a coffee but even then would we call it a general intelligence or not so general intelligence is the capacity to learn it's not the skill itself so when you talk about the narrow intelligence you are talking about certain capacity to do certain task for example you can train an algorithm to identify dog in a pig so this is a skill but intelligence is behind that the capacity to develop this skill so that ways general intelligence is just going to be a capacity i see so skills will come later so you know how to learn a skill then you may need a million skills and there will be humans who would be teaching the robots how to do this particular work how to do the work of a mason how to do the work of a plumber or a carpenter this is the human knowledge this is the human work created by us and we need robots to help us Uh, in creating a world which is conducive for humans to live so that ways we need to teach robots how to do the work our ways but before that robots should be able to learn these things so that capacity that capacity to learn that should be general uh, in the sense that it shouldn't be restricted to certain skills only he should be able to learn the plumbing skill he should be able to do the masonry and uh, other things so that ways i guess agi is different from uh, narrow intelligence that that is a really good point because you know there is like you said you know there is a lot of uh, uh, different way of looking at things but to give them the skills to learn anything that that is fundamental because when we send them to space missions you know for exploration and mining or you know colonization they will have to end up you know teaching themselves you know many things that uh, they have not been taught so if you exactly. give them a fundamental ability to learn then they can learn anything so that is a, that is a really good point but uh, as we go forward uh, so 
let me ask about the chips. So the, the, there are many kinds of chips available. Now there are neuromorphic computing chips. They can, you know, they are do, the capability of those chips are, is pretty amazing. So do you see that the neuromorphic computing chips will be uh, beneficial uh, as we explore the unknowns of the space? Uh, I don't think so. Reason being, suppose if you take human, it has got certain computation capacity. But within that, it is able to perform almost all the tasks which are required. Because infinite and zero, they are two extremes. We have to draw a line somewhere. So right now, if you shift the line, it will only increase the efficiency. It's not going to create something which already did not exist. So with neuromorphic chips or with quantum computing, the efficiency will increase. But something if we are not able to do right now, then we won't be able to do even then. But the chips that we will need to use for the robots, they will be they will need to withstand any kind of temperature, any kind of uh, atmospheric condition. So that also is a parameter, right? That we have to use a chip uh, that ca that can withstand any kind of uh, pressure, temperature, you know, or exposure. Then why uh, why only the chip? We need the entire body which can withstand yes. the temperature, exchange That's temperatures right. and pressures. Yes. So hardware is another challenge. But uh, when we talk about the AGI, it's uh, only about the software. How it is going to perform? How it is going to ingest the data? How it's going to uh, do the analysis on it? How it is going to how is it going to define the objective function? How is it going to devise the strategies to achieve it? How is it going to make the decisions independently uh, where we are not even helping the robots? So that way, the challenge is different. Yeah, we also at the same time we also know a robust. We also need a robust body which can withstand the extreme environment. So that's a different challenge. Yes, yes, that is a, the, I mean, those are, but it will have to go hand in hand, right? I mean, those are different yeah. challenges, but if we are preparing yeah. AGI for space, you know, colonization and exploration, then we also need, you know, robots that can, with, uh, and the chips, everything that can, you know, withstand all those things. So uh, what, what, what are the challenges you see that uh, we need to address in the near term to be able to you know take the next step towards our space exploration and uh, colonization the biggest challenge right now uh, as we see is how to uh, build the control mechanism in the robots because if we are uh, to send robots to space so we need to give them certain kind of free functioning because they are gonna uh, see the situations they are gonna encounter the situations which they have not seen elsewhere on earth so in the new surroundings new situations new data they need to make the decisions yes so for that they need to have certain kind of a free will in a way so for that if we are if we are giving them ability to decide on their own then we need certain control functions also because then they can think of doing anything which may not be desirable by humans. So these control functions, they are going to be very tricky because they are overlapping, they are contradicting with each other, with uh, another, they can contradict with our own central objective function. So that was, I think, this is the biggest challenge, even if the technology is ready, but what are we supposed to build? That we need to decide. And that is a difficult challenge. Yes, it is a difficult challenge because, you know, the, the control mechanisms are going to be crucial because once they develop 
they they have the freedom and then they gather intelligence and then they see the potential of yeah. you know building law, whatever they want to you know their establishment you know colonies and then they would they might think you know why we need you know to listen to the humans i mean that those questions are going to come you know because uh, are they going to focus on their species or are they going to focus on human species so those that battle will emerge and to establish those controls are going to be at the heart of human survival as you know there is a lot of uh, fear so uh, but uh, you know coming back to the point of space exploration there are also some initiatives emerging where ai driven robots you know they are planning to send it to mars and use it as a telepresence for scientists on the earth that would also require uh, ar vr integration so do you see that we have the capability technological capability to have the integration with ar vr you know and uh, we send the robots in space and then uh, virtually you know we can uh, integrate and uh, take control of a lot of situations yeah of course we have that technology uh, and it is ready but when we are remote controlling them it takes a lot of time you f- first they do something they get the data they send it to you then you put your intelligence behind it then you send the instructions so it's going to be very slow process and at the same time if you want to build the systems uh, there where we already do not know what is happening and if we are in the direct connection with what is happening then it's going to be very very slow process and at the same time we won't be able to build the systems which we already do not know we know how the things happen on earth but on the mars or on other planets the scenario would be different so it may need a different kind of intelligence to provide different kind of innovative solutions but if at the end of the day is asking ourselves only what to do we'll tell what we have already done yes yes so no, the no. condition is different but the solution will be same which may right. not help us a lot uh, in future yes no that, that's a very good point that you made that it will take a long time and, and now depending on the distance between earth and the different planets and its moons if we colonize the communication time through the long distance will also be a challenge so how how do you prepare the algorithms to solve some of the communication challenges coming our way as they go you know further and further away from earth for that uh, we started building uh, this algorithms where you give the objective function that this is what you need to do and they need to find out all the possible options and they need to decide based on that objective function their strategy so in a way they will be autonomous they won't ask uh, us each and at each and every step what to do they will decide on their own so autonomous systems are the need of the time uh, at this point and for that uh, the computation capacity would be a bottleneck because if every time you find a new situation you start from scratch the computations that what you need to do it may take a long of time a lot of time so for that there is a solution whatever you have encountered in the past and you have come to the conclusion after uh, some amount of computation you can store it as a thumb rule and then when you meet the next situation you can use those thumb rules so these thumb rules will act in a robot like emotions the emotions which uh, help us in making decisions which help help us humans in making the decisions so likewise these thumb rules will help robots in making the decisions in a space when they do not have the humans to tell them what to do so that is there is a possibility of making autonomous robots 
which will uh, do the tasks which we require them to do without asking us. So that's a very interesting point to be able to embed those emotions in uh, uh, robots. That that's very interesting. And the autonomous, you know, that will they will need to be autonomous autonomous to be able to uh, carry on the tasks that they need to in uh, space, you know, without human assistance. So. Uh, yeah, that would be very interesting. So you think we have that uh, already ready or we see a potential that we can prepare that? No, the technology is already ready. It's not a big deal. It's just that, the, yeah, ethics involved in that. that is do, you, do you see that we will be able, to, I mean, we are, the technology is ready to insert those emotions in uh, robots? We have that? Depends how we see the emotions in humans. For, uh, for example, as we see, these emotions are the control mechanism, control functions, which stop us from doing certain things which may hamper our own existence. So that way, if control mechanism is the emotion, if that is what we call the emotion, then in robot also we are building the functions, the, uh, the equations, which will control its actions in uh, certain situations. So if the definition is the same, then of course we can call in them emotions. And if they are the emotions, then we can easily build it. But if, if the robots are autonomous and yeah. even if we build controls, how hard will it be for them to, you know, change the controls? It is, it will be almost impossible. For example, if you see humans also, we cannot go against our emotions. If suppose, uh, suppose if we get a situation where we need to save ourselves or our nation, everybody of us will sacrifice ourselves. Why? Because of the emotions which the evolution has developed in millions of years. So if you, the human cannot go against their emotions, same ways the robot will not be able to go beyond their emotions. Reason being, they do not know where are they coming from. We do not know the back end of our emotions. So we think that this is what we want to do. So and you would be able to give the robots or the artificial general intelligence some sort of identity? So they, they know where they belong, that they belong with the human species. So they cannot against, go against it. And those kind of emotional controls, you'll be able to embed in them? We need to do that. We, uh, we absolutely. I agree that we do need to do that. And I have recently written a paper on that too, that we do need to give a identity to uh, all these algorithms because they need to know where they belong. The sense of belonging is so critical, irrespective of whether it's a humans or algorithms, because unless you give them that sense of belonging, that emotion which you are talking about, we won't be able to, you know, survive as a human species because then they won't know what the, where they belong and they can go against us. They may think, you know, yeah, humans are in another species and we don't need them. So those controls are going to be very critical for the future of humanity. And I hope that you are able to build such controls because that is going to be the, at the heart of, you know, what will happen in the coming tomorrow. Yeah, it, correct, exactly. That should be there, and at the same time, when you talked about identity, so as we think, when you are giving the free will in certain domain, in certain aspect, but they are free to make their decisions. So at the same time, you need to give the responsibility also. Yes. So suppose they are thinking about performing certain action, so they need to take it into the point, into the consideration that what will happen to them once they make this decision. So they need to perform certain functions. So there is an algorithm which maximizes the gains from their objective functions. 
so and they are in a way maximizing that uh, that number which has been given to them so once they perform something which is against them the number will go down so it will be like feeling pain in humans so that ways they should already know what is going to happen to them whether they will feel pain or they will be uh, greeted uh, and they will be uh, rewarded for that if they are making if they are taking this calculation into their consideration before making the decision so then we can say that yes they have the identity that's very interesting i uh, i i would you know request you to go to risgroupalacy.com my website our our website and uh, my, this paper that i have recently you know published please take a look at that and let me know your thoughts because i i think Not you are going in the direction that you know what i propose that we do need to go in that uh, direction and we do need to uh, focus on giving the algorithms identity so i think you know what you are saying makes huge sense and i hope that you know we are able to insert all these controls and emotions and pain points and that would be so very essential okay let's go and you know talk about the, something else that you know would be very essential in uh, for our exploration you know space exploration and colonization computing power because that is also another source of you know huge challenge so what kind of computing power do you think that uh, the agi systems the, that we are you know going to embed in the robots for space exploration that they will need and how will you address the computing uh, power requirement for the algorithms because right now also here on earth also we are facing complex challenges for uh, the computing power now when we you know make them autonomous and they are fully on their own how will we solve that co computing power problem i think this problem is same as we as what happened with humans uh, when we started our journey around uh, 100000 years back so our computation power was limited or in a way if it is not infinite then it is always limited for example if you have to compute all the possibilities when you have to make the decision then in fact whatever is the computation power you have you're going to take a long time so that will inhibit the decision making in a real useful sense so that ways it doesn't matter how, how much computing power you have it will only increase the efficiency but it won't inhibit from you from doing something because in any way even if you build the quantum computing you are not going to have infinite computing capacity so even after quantum computers or whatever you can build you will take certain time there are billions and trillions of possibilities in most of the practical situations if you keep working on calculating each and every the outcome of each and every one of them in real time you will take hours on and even days for making uh, small decisions so that way it's not feasible practically it's not practically feasible to work on that so that way we need to build the algorithms which can work on past computation for example you made the computation some time back on some data and make some decision you use that computation again and then take the decision almost in real time so that way you do not need infinite infinite computing capacity so the algorithms that we need to build it should have a sort of thumb rules without that we cannot perform and if thumb rules are there then doesn't matter how much computing power are, are you are going to build because anyway it will only shorten the time and increase the efficiency it won't make any fundamental difference in the long run and the computing capacity that we need to make right now uh, the decisions right now we already have it we have the sufficient computing capacity to build the algorithms the general algorithms which can perform generally 
in all the possible scenarios let's hope so i think you know we will need probably higher computation power for this uh, uh, space robots you know as they go explore the universe because uh, they will have to take decisions and uh, that would you know there are so many different variables they will have to consider they will have to train themselves to look at all those uh data that emerges is front of them i think they will require much more higher computation power yeah, maybe but i think we require a more efficient algorithm not yeah. more computation capacity both you know i think they both go hand in hand we do need a more efficient algorithms no doubt about it but we'll also need yeah, higher of course more the computation uh it's better yeah. but i think it's not the bottleneck perhaps perhaps now yeah. you mentioned you mentioned you know earlier about uh, how we have evolved you know over the years how we humans have evolved over the years and uh, learned you know a lot of different skills and uh, similarly you know we also hope that we provide this ability to algorithms to learn that we give them fundamental skills to learn now it, it's ob- obviously you know that uh, evolutionary computation will play a role here so there are a lot of advances happening in this evolutionary competition so how do you see that uh, playing a role in the algorithms that you are developing how do you embed that uh, fundamental you know concept of evolutionary competition so they go these algorithms also evolve just like you know how humans are evolving you know over the years i think we cannot take that route the reason being the evolutionary algorithm it's one its objective function was different because they had to create an species which need to survive on their own on this hostile planet without any uh, hand holding so that's why it needed a very complex uh, systems to start with and in a way they needed some sort of pre established harmony because they cannot interfere later on so everything should be established beforehand before starting so that way it is very very complex and very very advanced technology but if we talk about the robots we do not need to create a, a different species of robots which need to survive on their own we are there to help them we'll help robots in uh, surviving and making decisions and in doing the tasks which we need them to do so that way we do not need that complex technology and moreover that pre established harmony which was created in the into the human beings uh, through with which they have started it has learned on the million years of data and these systems these these control systems these emotions they have evolved in millions of years they did all kind of things for example initially whatever was possible there were many things we even when we were uh, the playing the role of the bacteria or of the amphibians or uh, uh, pieces so from there the learnings the data which they generated our algorithms have learned from there also so that ways it started with a kind of a flat algorithm a flat curve but in the due uh, course somehow the curves which were distributed on a gaussian surface they survived the normal distribution survived and the flat somehow we do not see right uh, now so if you look from that angle so for robots we do not have that much of time and we do not have data and at the same time we are not we are not that smart so that once we have created an algorithm and now it will take care of itself we may have bugs there will be things which we we cannot think beforehand and it may go wrong in the future so that ways we cannot leave the robots on the algorithms which the humans uh, which the evolution gave to the humans 
we need to handhold at each and every step because it may go wrong at any any point of time so so that way i say these are not going to evolve we are going to hard code these emotions these feelings these control systems in our robots and we need to monitor them in real time there i mean i i think that's a better approach but there are people who are working on evolutionary you know algorithms so we'll have to see you know where these advances go because you are right i mean i agree with you on that we do need to keep controls because we have to insert all these uh, you know hardcore controls in that so uh, in a, at a future time we don't face the complex challenge which everybody is you know worried about that once technological singularity happens and then what will happen to humans so that those Correct. controls will be essential so let's hope that you know we don't uh, have to face those uh, scenarios and consequences but let's talk about you know uh, the topic you know consciousness that you know interest everyone you know and there is nothing you know agreed about that i mean from self awareness to consciousness there is uh, so much you know different way that everyone thinks you know across nations now we know that computers perform computations and since software powers the computers that make anything any machine you know robots or any any form drones or anything you know embedded with computer run on its own so it, it raises a fundamental questions that you know i, I think you know peop, some people agree some people think that machines are already conscious and some people think that uh, no they are not conscious so do, what do you think are machines thinking are they conscious uh it's a debatable topic for the last 2000 years we have been discussing what consciousness is and what it's not so i do not want to uh, go into that because it will always be controversial for example uh it's a different kind of a reality it is neither objective reality nor subjective reality so this is something which we still do not know how it works we do not know the back end but we can talk about the features so for example uh, most of these uh, scholars they think the machine which has emotions the machines the machine which has feelings the machine which has a kind of a free will the machine which is conscious conscious of its own consciousness which is conscious of its awareness the machine which has the identity the machine which is capable of taking the responsibility of its own actions so this machine can be called conscious so in a broad framework we can say that the features these features these in a way make up some kind of consciousness and it's a broad consciousness over it so that way if we go into the machines so basic functions we can say yes up to some level they are there in the machines because consciousness is not zero or one consciousness is yes varies in amounts for example there is mosquito consciousness there is a frog consciousness there is a, a monkey consciousness so they too are conscious but they do, they cannot perform all the tasks so agi is different agi means capacity to learn certain skills consciousness is to perform certain objective function so objective function of mosquito is a bit different of humans of is different of monkey is a bit different so suppose the algorithm for example the algorithm developed by deep mind uh, that alpha go which defeated lee sidol in the go game it had the objective function one objective function to defeat in the game it knew the rules in the meantime it started creating the tactics and the strategies so that ways whenever it wins it gets a reward point as plus one whenever it loses 
it uh, gets a punishment as minus one. And when it was uh, when it was given a task of maximizing its pluses, so it has created a way to defeat the world chess champion. So that was we can say, of course, it had all the elements of a consciousness. It was maximizing its gains. It was minimizing its losses. At the same time, it was building on the thumb rules that she already created in the last uh, move. So all these functions, all uh, which we talked about in humans, the features of consciousness, they're already there in the machines. It's just that the amount is not visible right now. It, it, it's like mosquito consciousness. So it is there, but not in the good amount so that it is directly visible to the humans. Yes, even in humans, you don't see the same level of you know consciousness in everyone. Correct, correct. So that that's a fair point. Now, uh, if, if we humans, you know, we believe that you know we have soul and that we have this uh, thinking ability and emotions and uh, all all of those things. So now you are saying that you know we are building machines that can experience emotions, and uh, uh, if they do, then they are of course you know they are conscious because to. Act, feel the emotion to feel pain that's all part or integral part of uh, being uh, uh, conscious so uh, let's assume that there is no soul and that thinking really is just an emergent property of information processing so in that case are emotions you know part of thinking because what you are saying you know establishing the controls and establishing emotions and pain and all that so that that is giving the machines a thinking capability right or, or you think that this is just a unique biological thing where we are able to think and we are able to express uh, feel the emotions feel the pain so if we are able to insert emotions and insert controls of pain and all that then the machines are also you know thinking so then they are conscious right i mean it's not the level or degree of consciousness it's just the basic fundamental fact that they are conscious correct and if you just if you talk about thinking so in bi biology as we think biology is a very very advanced form of engineering yes its purpose is different but it is engineering and it, and a very advanced form of it so that ways it has developed a certain kind of thinking so thinking is not only thinking it's conscious thinking it's compulsive thinking for example if you are given a task if you are supposed to solve a question a numerical or physics so you need to start uh, with the options available then you will build the thinking towards certain goal so that is conscious thinking machine is also doing that the machine when you ask it to uh, play the game of the chess and win it, of course it thinks, it yeah. evaluates all the possibilities and moves towards a certain objective function. So that is conscious thinking. Human also has a kind of thinking which is not building towards certain goal. And we call it uh, compulsive thinking. For example, we are sitting here, I'm talking to you, but suddenly the thought of my village comes into my mind. So this, think, this thought was not required at this point of the time. So this compulsive thinking, this is unique to humans in a way. It has certain other other agenda. If you want to build it into the robots, you can do it, but it's unnecessary. You are right. Why does that happen? You know, you are right that we are talking about certain topic, but still, our you know mind wanders off, you know, somewhere else, and uh, uh, we don't see that in uh, machines, right? I mean, they are focused only on the single task, whereas our our you know human mind uh, wavers off, you know, in so many different directions. Yeah, that 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 uh, is the outcome of a different phenomena which happened, which happened in evolution in millions of years. Because it's, our survival was always a threat. So whatever we are focusing on, it may not be the best scenario at any point of time. 
suppose you are working we are we, uh, we are talking to you but at the same time some or other of the threat may come towards pouncing may come pouncing towards me so in order to mitigate that threat we needed to develop a certain other kind of thinking which is not exactly conscious but it can happen randomly uh, in real time and it may save us in certain kind of situations yes that subconscious so that, you know mind so the you are talking about conscious and the subconscious because yeah consciously we are having this discussion but our subconscious mind is you know analyzing everything you know in our environment and you know alerting us what exactly. to be done so you are absolutely that that's you're right that that is uh, exactly. you think we will be able to insert that into machines we do not need to do that because in a human the survival of a species is the core objective function and individual survival comes a bit lower in hierarchy and it supports the survival of the species in a way but for robot we do not make the survival of the robots as their central objective function because yes. it's not that you know right. because the robot body is just a shell the consciousness yeah. the art, agi artificial general intelligence that would never die because that is going to be you know in so many different uh, places so exactly. right so its survival of the robots is not going to be you know the prime target central, central criteria yes. so that means we do not need to develop such a support system for survival in humans we required that's why evolution developed it in us but in robots they are not required so we do not need to give them this compulsive thinking to the robots even if we can do it the technology is ready but you do not need to do that yes but just see just like humans now when we send the robots uh, they will be autonomous and you know they will make their own decisions when we send them for space exploration and you know colonization they will have to start setting their own goals and act according to these goals and you are like you said you know you are training them to give them the basic ability to do all these things to you know learn new skills to establish you know goals to go after goals so uh, how they all these things you know you are programming so they are pretty much you know coming at a level just like humans because they will be able to do everything that human does you know it probably in a better way because they will be so focused and targeted and they won't be distracted the way you know humans get distracted so that is a very advanced level of consciousness i would say yeah but uh, if you see closely the behavior of humans even humans cannot go Uh, against what has been built in them uh, for millions of years by evolution we are controlled by our emotions we to we think we have a free will but actually if you see from the outside we do not yeah. we always do things which has been uh, granted by our in brain our old brain so yeah. that ways we are controlled and similarly the robots too will be will be controlled by us they will think that they are free to make the wishes and do whatever they want to do but it will be within a certain domain and which will be decided by us yes now so your your point of you know that controls is very important because we humans we still you know don't uh, go against our tribe or our community and you know our uh, uh, surroundings because those that you know the very fear that you know if we go against it if we do completely you know what we whatever we want to do then we you know we'll be outthrown and you know we won't be part of the community and tribe and that sense of belonging you know prevents uh, humans to behave in certain way so uh, you are establishing certain controls you know these kind of controls in machines so that would help them you know stay focused on their goals and their journey as we send them on their own you know uh, 
and have that autonomous you know future and freedom to explore the space and universe uh, the way they want to establish you know define goals establish goals go after that so all these controls are going to be so very essential and i hope that you are able to embed that you know effectively for the survival and future of humanity because uh, we are sending robots uh, to find the homes for us in space to create the habitable environment so if something happens to the earth then you know humans can uh, have another home so i hope that what you are you know trying to do that we are able to have effective you know uh, results from that and then you know humans will have uh, be able to establish another home in the coming years hopefully and so having said that what would you like to tell our global viewers and listeners about your efforts towards developing these agi artificial general intelligence for space robots and uh, especially you know uh, your journey to where you are right now from where you started to where you have reached what have you learned and what would you like to tell those young entrepreneurs young students brilliant minds all across nations who wants to you know uh, solve the big problems you know facing not only their communities and nations but you know the for the future of humanity well uh, i'm still uh, working on what i want to do so i think it's not the right time to uh, tell anything to anyone because i still may be wrong but yeah uh, i can talk about what uh, i am doing so uh, i started my journey uh, around two decades back when i dropped out my out of my engineering and i started exploring uh, the spiritual realm and what is beyond space and time went deeper into physics behind it mathematics behind it psychology philosophy and then i went to himalayas stayed there for around 4 years i worked on different kinds of meditations i worked the working of the mind very closely how thoughts arise and what is the connection between first thought and the second thought where do the emotions come from where do they go for what time do they stay and then we i came to the technology part of it then how the technologies are being built right now what was the capacity of the software which started a few decades back what is artificial intelligence what are these artificial neural networks so after uh, giving around two decades to it uh, we realized that uh, this is the point where we need to build the next level of technology because this is the point where everything changes till now the slope of the curve was uh, very low but we have reached a point of inflection where it will uh, shoot exponentially so anything can happen tomorrow we do not know the the for example the data that we generated in last 1000 uh, years we replicated in last 2 years so that way if we see we do not know what is going to happen tomorrow and in a way at this point of time when uh, most of the work uh, that we have achieved in technology and in economics it was due to our neocortex which has been developed in last around 10 to 20000 years in last 10000 uh, years so that way we do not know where it is going to take us so it can tomorrow we may uh, create some nuclear issue with other countries and destroy ourselves it may happen there can be some volcano or the asteroid which we have not seen there are there can be phenomena which happen only after about a million years so they can happen tomorrow so we are facing global warming the issue of global warming the viruses that uh, which are uh, in the ice uh, which were uh buried in the ice a million years ago they, 
they may come back tomorrow and we do not have the defenses so there are very there, there are many ways where we can go extinct in next coming few decades so we need a plan b for that we need certain ways out to survive in that scenario of course we need we will try to save us here only but what if we fail we are the humans we need plan b also so for that we need to look outside and many of us i think it's not the responsibility of the few as a whole we need to think towards that because right now we are at the peak of our technological evolution so here only the things may go if things may go wrong they will be at the level which may spill out of our hands yes very true no that's excellent you know point that we all need to focus on that plan b let's hope that you know nothing happens to our earth and human species and that uh, uh, we don't go crazy and kill each other or that you know earth becomes completely uninhabitable let's hope that that doesn't happen but if it does and if it's uh, going to happen then we have to start thinking about plan b's and create you know other habitable uh, planets for us and uh, the planets are there so let's you know uh, make sure that we create a necessary intelligence and send robots out to explore and figure out you know what is there what is not there and where we can survive and what needs to be done to establish uh, human colonies so thank you so much alok you know for your humility for your knowledge and for your uh, efforts towards uh, uh, for helping the future of humanity by preparing the artificial general intelligence for uh, create you know the space robots and uh, that we can send on uh, the journey to universe and uh, find a place for a home for uh, humans so thank you so much for that thank you for participating in risk roundup we appreciate your thoughtful insight on artificial con uh, general intelligence and for space robots and our global viewers and listeners would benefit tremendously from the understanding you provided today so even if a single individual or entity is able to benefit from the discussion we had today this risk roundup dialogue has been of service and we thank you for that correct correct wonderful so uh, risk roundup a global initiative launched by risk group is a security risk reporting for risk emerging from existing and emerging technologies technology conversions and transformation happening across cyberspace aquaspace geospace and space we at risk group believe that risk management security and peace they all walk together hand in hand though security is related to management of threats and peace to the management of conflict risk management is related to management of security vulnerabilities as well as management of conflict and it is not possible to conceive any one of the three without the existence of the other two all three concepts feed into each other we believe that the security we build for ourselves is precarious and uncertain until it is secure for everyone across nations tradition becomes our security so if we build a culture of managing risk effectively it will lead us to security and security will lead us to peace let's manage the existing and emerging risk together for more information on the risk roundups to watch the risk roundup webcast or listen to the risk roundup podcast please go to riskgroupllc.com and do not forget to subscribe and share until next time i'm jayshree host of risk roundup signing off see you next time thank you